0: All right, good afternoon, good evening, uh, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Health Ignited podcast. We're here today with my beautiful wife, Dr. Sonia Jensen, and and an amazing guest for all of you today. So I'm just going to do a little background for you guys to get up to speed. Uh, You're going to want to check out uh, this gentleman's books. He's written a book called The PEO Solution and 24-Hour Diet. Uh, He's written another one called The The Hidden Story of Cancer. Yes. Yeah, The Hidden Story of Cancer. And his name is none other than Brian Peskin. He's an MIT uh, trained uh, engineer and he's a world renowned uh, scientist specializing in something called parent essential fatty acids, which you're going to learn a ton about today. The term is PEOs and their direct re- relationship to cardiovascular disease, cancer, wound care, both traumatic and chronic. And while advancing the scientific understanding of the role of essential fatty acids in the body's metabolic pathways, is also advanced the discoveries of Nobel Prize winner Otto Warburg to increase cellular oxygenation uh, and, and that's the hidden story of cancer. So uh, Brian Peskin, thank you so much. We had the honor of, of listening to you speak a few years ago at a conference and blew me away and prior to that actually I'd heard you on Cellular Healing TV with Dr. Pompa and so I ended up reading your book and was completely turned around in my thinking around the role of essential fatty acids and fish oils. But uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about your story, how you got into this, because uh, it kind of came, came from look, wanting to get your wife healthier, did it not? Exactly. So it's
2: personal. I'm a trained engineer at MIT, so I'm used to analyzing very sophisticated systems. So my wife became type 1 diabetic in her 30s, doing everything, quote, right you know, the high carbs, exercising her tail off. So she goes to California to a famous doctor there to help with the blood sugar. Comes back, actually made her worse. So it was like, what the heck do I do? So I went to the health food store, like anybody you do, and looked at the book section. They had one back then. And you'd read one book by a guy like Atkins, you know, no carbs. You read another one, the exact opposite, by somebody like Ornish, all carbs. So you go, who do I believe? Well, am like, Question is, nobody. I believe science. Is there a science to tell us how to be healthy and what the heck to eat? And the answer is, yeah, it's called biochemistry and human physiology. Luckily, I live in Houston. We have one of the top 10 medical libraries in the world, 300,000 volumes, medical literature at the MD Anderson Cancer Center. It's the biggest cancer center, biggest medical center in the world. And they were kind enough to let me use their medical library for years. So after many years, it was like, my goodness, we're all told to do this, and the answer is diametrically opposed, 180 degrees opposite, and it's all here. If you've never been to a medical library, there are monthly journals on fats, proteins, carbohydrates, everything. I had my hand on an 1850 copy of the Lancet, which is the world's premier medical journal. They knew exactly what cancer was in 1900. You could tell, an idiot could tell this by looking at the cell. And people that say they just didn't know back then, they knew. They tracked it. There was virtually no cancer, no heart disease in 1900. It was about 5% of the population. There was no type 2 diabetes pre-1940, and one thing just started after another. I couldn't solve or type 1 diabetes, but I made it where the insulin was more efficient through the cell membrane and negated the heck out of neuropathy and retinopathy. Those are the two biggest things a diabetic has along with liver failure and all kinds of other problems and wounds. But retinopathy and neuropathy are big, big issues. So I made big inroads into that. And if you eat low carb and you get these oils, you're in very good, very, very good shape.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's just so many yeah there's so many misconceptions around what kind of oils we need whether it's in our diet or through supplementation and even in our own training we were taught about fish oils and of course everybody needs that for (laughs) anti-inflammatory for for pregnancy for kids for all of it everything
2: is this you know number one because i was around when they started selling this stuff they couldn't sell it it took 15 years to get a big market for fish oil. So I tell everybody, give me infinite money, infinite time, and I'll have you chopping off your own head so you don't get brain <laughs> cancer. And prophylactically, I'll have you believing. It. <laughs> now, it's hard, but what is fish oil? Well, it's antifreeze for fish. You think about it, fish is living in very cold water, close to 30, 35 degrees. If I threw you in there, you'd die of hypothermia, or you'd turn into a block of ice if it's really cold. So nature has two choices, alcohol, because if you put a thing of vodka in the freezer, it doesn't freeze, or what's called long chain fatty acids. Those are the PEOs I'll be talking about. So if it was alcohol, you'd have a drunk fish, so that doesn't work. So the long chain fatty acids do it. Now what's very interesting is, number one, we're not living in 30 degrees where Fahrenheit 98.6 and room temp, it's about 70. So Dr. Rowan was my co-author on PEO Solution, raw foods vegan said, Brian, you're gonna flip when you see this one. There are warm water fish that live in 70 degree. How much less DHA EPA is in that warm water fish compared with the cold water fish? The answer is 14 times less. So the higher the temperature, the less antifreeze we need. And what are the dosages of people today recommended? Up to four grams a day. And Mm -hmm. if you look in the literature, National Institutes of Health and USDA measured how much DHA is going into the brain a day, because that is the biggest depository. It's 14% of the brain. So it's there. 7.2 milligrams a day on a big brained person, that was two standard deviations out. So I'll say, okay, I'm a reasonable guy, double it. That would be 15 milligrams. Take a look on your thousand milligram tablet. It's probably 60% DHA EPA, which means 600 milligrams compared with 15. That's a factor of 40 overdose. So the average person getting fish oil today is doing a pharmacologic supra physiologic overdose. Of 20 to 500 fold per day, and to put that in perspective, try chugging 100 aspirin and tell me how you are in the morning. Don't do it because you'll be dead. I'm being very facetious, yeah. but I've never seen anybody reference those journal articles that were brilliant. I went through it three times because I was shocked. And you do radioisotope testing, you could tell how much goes in there. So the brain has 14% DHA, and The eyes are another depository, but the most interesting thing was that DHA, because of the 7.2 milligrams, two and a half year half-life, which means the average tissue doesn't need more DHA for two and a half years, which means you have the natural antioxidants to take care of that because DHA EPA oxidize very fast. It oxidizes about 25 times faster at room temperature than omega-6. So the parent omega-6 and parent omega-3, which is ALA, don't have the oxidation problems. So we need very, very little, and everybody's getting overdose. So what happens is if you take thousands of milligrams of this every day in the bloodstream, all your antioxidants are going there so it doesn't go bad, and it's leaving other areas unprotected. Can you prove that? Sure. Take a look at Alzheimer's through the roof. Alzheimer's is a cardiovascular disease, by the way. It's not beta amyloid. That's leaking because your cell membrane is falling apart, and a cell membrane is 50% fat, 50% protein, you have a hundred trillion of them. So I specialize in theoretical physiology. So I live in the world of the cell membrane and Otto Warburg did a lot with that with oxygenation. And that's where you have to start. So every cell is 50% fat. So what's the composition of that 50% fat? 25 to 33% are the parent EFAs, which is parent omega-6 parent omega-3 And they're called essential because you cannot get them unless you eat it. Has to come from food. A human being cannot manufacture parent omega-6 or parent omega-3. Now, DHA, EPA, and fish oil is what's called derivatives. So they're called long chain metabolites. So if I get the parent omega-3, because we're talking the omega-3 side, your body will make all the DHA and EPA it needs. And by the way, DHA, EPA is... Twenty times less powerful than the parents. So anybody telling you how strong omega-3 series are needs to get into a medical library because it's not. The parent omega-6, it's four to one in a normal organ like the heart the muscles, the ratio of parent omega-6 to parent omega-3 is 6.5 to 1. In the fat stores, it's about 22 to 1. So when you average it out using some simple proportions, we need 11 times more parent omega-6 than parent omega-3. And everybody goes, oh, you're overdosed on omega-6. Well, they missed one word. They missed an adjective. Adulterated omega-6. And most of the omega-6 we're eating is adulterated because all the fast food restaurants for the fryers, baking, cooking, they need long shelf life because what happens when you go by the fish area in the supermarket? You smell it. It's rancid. It's oxidized omega-3, the DHA and EPA. So you can prove that by your nose. It's going bad, even in ice and very cold, it's going bad. You can only imagine how bad it's going in the human body. It's actually, I think it's about 42-fold auto-oxidation. It's a horrible rate, which means it just spontaneously goes bad. You don't have to do anything to it. So when I hear people, oh, my fish oil is the best because it's pristine, it's the wrong substance. Mm -hmm. We're not a fish take a look in the mirror if you don't believe me and see what's looking back at you we're just not one and i just started there and it leads to all kinds of of solutions mm-hmm. it's the biggest discovery For human nutrition, there's been, and doctors all around the world say this, because the parents are the brick and mortar of every cell. 25 to 33% stay that way. And the reason all this fish oil stuff came, because in the old days, they had bad high resolution chromatography. It wasn't very accurate. So they thought all the parents would go to the derivatives, the DHA EPA. And let's be gentle on the body by giving all this DHA EPA, and they were dead wrong. So, they unknowingly overdosed you. And the other thing is, where did all the fish oil come from? Well, if I have spoiled fish, I can't sell it to the best restaurant around the corner, can I? So, it's a waste product. You know, my big joke is to people, most in the nutrition industry, they love selling waste products because they're cheap mm. and they could sell it to you. And given time and given money with an advertising campaign, they can do it. But fish oil, because we're on the subject, acts like a long-term steroid. Now, if you ask any physician like yourselves, do I want to be on a steroid long-term? No. Hmm. Actually, steroids shut down all the EFA metabolism. And that's a big problem. And I'll tell you about the derivatives in a minute, because there's two of them that are absolutely critical that we're getting impairment in. So the story of fish oil is just tragic. Nobody has looked at the plant-based oils. And these oils come from seeds, like sunflower seed, even primrose seed, pumpkin seed. And even in Europe, there was oil beaters that knew this and they would give the people these oils. Now they are in food, even in the tissue. Like I said, the muscle is six and a half to one, parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. So if I eat a steak, am I getting some of it? Yeah, you are, unless it's been given steroids and hormones. So there's a big problem there. And if you cook it well done, like I do, it deactivates those oils. It changes them. You don't want a lot of heat. That's like a trans fat. Now that's a lot of heat with chemicals. And if you look at margarine, that starts out with these parents, the parent omega-6, because you never cook with parent omega-3. It's too reactive, like flax Mm -hmm. oil, you never cook with. So you always use the parent omega-6. But if you take a can of margarine or a tub of margarine and put it in the garage and come back a year later, no animal touches it, no mold, no fungus, nothing is on it because it's a plastic food. So imagine you have a 100 trillion cell membranes that are plasticized. Well, what doesn't go through it well? Number one, hormones like insulin. Though mm-hmm. so you have insulin resistance, there you go. That's one thing. And the cell membrane just doesn't work. way it should. Dr. Lanz in 1990 did a superb experiment showing the amount of adulterated processed oils in the cell is proportional to what we eat. So if I'm eating 60% junk food, fast foods, baked foods, processed foods, I'm going to have a cell membrane that's 60% deficient. So the answer is I can't have any of that. It's I need to overpower the junk with the good stuff. Mm -hmm. So the parents are brick and mortar. And then there's something called derivatives. And the biggest one is PGE-1. It's called prostaglandin series one. And I know you like hormones. Well, prostaglandins are intercellular hormones. They do not hit the bloodstream. They're very quick. Measure them in tens of thousands of a second. They go boom, boom, boom. But PGE-1 is the body's number one anti-inflammatory. So there's an epidemic of arthritis and pain all over the place in people today. Well, you're not getting the parent omega-6, so you're not getting the PGE-1. It's also a vasodilator, so it opens up all the arteries to get the blood flow. The second big derivative on the omega-6 side is called prostacyclin, which is PGI-2. And that is a major vasodilator. So again, it helps open the arteries up for maximum blood flow. So any modality, any patient is using or any physician is treating with gets maximized by this because now you have the delivery system. It also makes it where the blood platelets cannot stick together and can't stick to the arterial wall. So if those two conditions are stopped, you're not gonna have buildup of plaque or an occlusion in the bloodstream. Well, heart disease is our number one problem. Why? Because we don't have arteries that are expandable. These oils make it where it's like a balloon instead of a straw that can crack. And the inner layer of the arteries, called the intima, that's 100% parent omega-6. So if you have the adulterated omega-6 in there from what you're eating, major problems. All your skin, by the way, is 100% parent omega-6. So when I hear people go, I'm taking fish oil and my skin's smoother, my question is how? What's the metabolic pathway? And they just look at me with starry-eyed. I said, what's the pathway that this is doing it? And there isn't one because yeah. there's none of it in your skin. Also your fingernails. So when women especially start taking these oils, skin becomes phenomenal. The fingernail becomes almost unbreakable because most women have very shallow fingernails are always cracking. And even surgeons go, I use my fingernails, believe it or not in surgery, they're much stronger. And by the way, fingernails are epithelial tissue too. So it's the same thing. That's why we get these kind of results. But PGI-2 and PGE-1 are crucial for the derivatives. There's no analogous omega-3 series prostaglandins that are anywhere close to the strength of this. And this is natural. It is a natural blood thinner. So patients don't need to be on something like warfarin, which is horrible. Uh, it actually makes all the tissue. So it goes on and on. So that's kind of a little overview of the parents, the brick and mortar, and the long chain metabolites, technically called icosinoids, are the cellular messengers and work functionally too, especially with the blood flow. So no one should be getting a heart attack. They're also oxygenators in so the omega-6 side. You mentioned Otto Warburg. He was the greatest physiologist of the 20th century, MD, PhD, Nobel Prize winner, conclusively showed you deprive a cell of oxygen, even intermittently over a sustained period of time, cancer is automatic. So the cause of cancer, and this is from him, the prime cause of cancer is lack of cellular oxygenation. It was proved in 1953 and 1955 by American scientists in America, obviously, where all the heart tissue getting the oxygen, there was no heart cancer, all the tissue that was deprived of the oxygen became cancerous. So mm-hmm. you can stop that process just with these oils. It's, it's, it's unbelievable.
0: Well, wow. can you talk a little bit more about the, the f- cellular physiology? Because you mentioned that 25 to 33% of the cell membrane, which is basically where hormones operate, they bind to the receptors, the nutrients come in and out, the, yes. the hydration. So t- can you talk more about the, the structure? What makes up the, the remainder of the 70 some odd percent of the, the fats? Oh, there's other
2: fats out? in there too. Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of oleic acid, which is omega nine, which is from olive oil, for example, but it's not essential. It's not an EFA. You can eat olive oil, but your body makes that. Mm -hmm. There's almost no DHA EPA in there. That's what people need to know. It's not in the structure. Mm -hmm. Cholesterol is in there too. And by the way, regarding cholesterol, cholesterol is the transporter of the PEOs. They don't just float in the bloodstream on their own. And regarding hormones, all of your sexual, the steroidal hormones, are made from cholesterol derivatives. Now, all of cholesterol is esterified. It's like magnetized to the PEOs. The oils obviously can disassociate, but they get tied back again very quickly, and the hormones are tied to the esterified cholesterol with those oils, so you are never going to have maximal functional hormone activity without a lot of functional parent omega-6 and parent omega-3. But the whole thing with cholesterol, they tried to lower it, and here's, here's why they did that. Well, if you eat a lot of processed foods with trans fats, interesterified oils, all kinds of things that don't work, if I lower the cholesterol, I lower the bad oils too. The problem is I'm lowering the good oils right along with it. That's why it doesn't work. It's got an NNT, which means number needed to treat of over 100, which means for a statin, you need to treat 100 patients for five years to get one positive result. Well, statistically to get one, that's garbage anyway, but I'll even give them the one. To me, an engineer, 99% failure. So I make 100 iPhones, 99 out of 100 blow up in your face. Wonderful job, genius. No, you'd be fired. Only in the orthodox medical and pharma field can a 99% failure rate translate to $14 billion a year and not help people. I'm not even talking the side effects. I'm just saying it doesn't work. So it's a horrendous state of affairs. And if we go back to the physiology, the answers are there. But unfortunately, people are acting like it doesn't exist. And too many in the medical profession just want to see studies. Well, my first comment with a study is, you read it in PEO Solution because I talk about studies, is you can misinterpret a study. Mm -hmm. You don't misinterpret physiology or biochemistry. So studies are always open to misinterpretation. Most of the studies aren't worth the paper they're printed on. I used to look at 600 abstracts a week for years, and I just got so sick of it. It's to the stage now where if you read the journal abstracts, Out of 600, there's probably two that even should be written. The rest, you can either guess the result or they're opposite to the known science. So what I tell people is a study has to confirm the science, not be opposite to it. Like fish oil makes my skin better. How? It can't. I don't need to see a study because it's impossible. It's like I throw a brick up in the air. It may go off to the sun. It can't it'll stop and then go down to the ground. So don't get underneath the dark thing, you're gonna get hurt. Or if I jump off a building, there's no chance I'm gonna go flying off to the sun, I'm gonna fall due to something called gravity. You don't need to do 15,000 experiments on gravity, you do two. You try it once, and then you do it again to confirm the once, and you're done. So when they say we do study after study after study, my first comment is why, and it's because when you do studies, you have 95% statistical significance, which means a 5% error rate. So five studies out of every 100 will fail, but they will appear to be true. So we keep getting misled and misled, but it's all in the cell membrane, even your healing, the voltage. I'm an electrical engineer. So when you have the right oils, the voltage stays high. When it goes low, that's all illness. So there's been work on this. They don't talk about it much, but Tennant has done work and written about it. And these oils are, are insulators. They're all capacitive. I mean, you can do a whole electrical analogy in the cell and it's just incredible. It's all absolutely consistent. The oils make the nerves. So any neurologic disease or disorder is helped. I mean, they do everything because they're the brick and mortar and the signalers on top of it. And also the lipids control the proteins. Everybody talks about protein, you know, like beta amyloid. Everything is protein proteins. They never go back and go, what controls the proteins? Oh, another protein. No, it doesn't. It's controlled by the lipids and with Alzheimer's, which is everybody's biggest fear. It's even worse today over cancer. I was just at a big seminar, is Alzheimer's the cardiovascular disease at Methodist Hospital in Houston because we're at a big med center. And I went to it and the answer is the doctors knew it. Yeah, why? There's hundreds of millions of capillaries in the brain. What's a capillary made out of? 100% parent omega-6. So if you're eating the fast food, the adulterated oils, what happens? You get clogged capillaries. That's where the nutrient transfer is. And that's where the oxygen transfer is. Now, Campbell in 1976 wrote a great article with cystic fibrosis people and was talking about the oxygen affinity of the parent omega-6. So it can actually disassociate in the membrane And oxygenate, because I get physicians all the time going, Brian, oxygen is a small chain molecule. It just diffuses right into the membrane on its own. You don't need anything. And my comment to that is, what if you had a plastic membrane? Would it diffuse through a hunk of plastic? No. And that's what they all miss. So everything with the omega-6, they miss the adjective adulterated, processed, Mm -hmm. non-functional. That's why you need, I tell people, to guarantee you're going to be okay, a supplement, and it better have more parent omega-6 than parent omega-3. It better not have any fish oil. And there's something called the delta-6 desaturase. This is where this big thing with we're not getting the derivatives. Delta-6 desaturase works on both the parent omega-3 and the parent omega-6. That's where the PGE1 comes from. So what I tell people is to bypass that because that enzyme – pathway, will be impaired in diabetics, uh, patients undergoing cancer treatment, radiation, chemotherapy, drugs knock it down, alcohol knocks it down. So you can play a trick, and it's a smart trick, and it works, and it's a kosher trick. If you have an oil with GLA in it, like evening primrose oil in the formulation, you bypass that enzyme so it can directly make the PGE1, which is beautiful. So um, as long And you don't need much of it because you need very little. So as long as you get that in there with the parents, home run. People should be sleeping five hours a night. You should be able to go to bed at midnight and up at 5 a.m. like boom. Most people, number one complaint of Americans anyway, is I'm exhausted yeah. all the time day and night. So we have athletes taking these oils. Bodybuilders, you heal 25% faster, recuperate 25% faster, 25% more endurance. The lactic acid burn even goes away. I've done articles for bodybuilder magazines about this. And the publishers are taking the oils. That's why they want me to do an article. And they go, I couldn't believe it. This is the biggest secret there is. It's unbelievable. And the cellular oxygenation because nobody has oxygenation problems in the bloodstream unless you have a disease. So with a pulse oximeter, that's you put your finger in the thing and that's, you know, 92, 96, you're fine. Nobody has a problem there. The question is how will that oxygen be impeded in the cell in the organ the tissue? And that's the cell membrane. So Otto Warburg didn't have that, that wasn't his charter. But when I read his work, it was my goodness, the parent Omega-6 is doing it. Then I came across Campbell's work confirming that, but no one talks about this in the literature at all. It's just completely missed and it's tragic. Physicians don't even believe in their own medical journals and there's so damn many of them today, they don't even read them. But I live in the hard science one like Journal of Biological Chemistry, for example, Journal of Lipids, Essential Fatty Acids, Prostaglandins and leukotrienes. those kind of things. And a physician is reading clinical like JAMA, New England Journal of Medicine, Lancet. I read those, but I also read the hard science ones. So one article came out and this was the journal of nature reviews, molecular uh, cellular biology. And the cell membrane can actually sense unadulterated oil in there. And it puts you in chronic low intensity inflammation. Mm -hmm. So, As you know, inflammation is the cause of everything, heart disease, cancer. Inflammation sucks up oxygen and many other problems too, but it takes oxygen because that's the way you solve any problem is increase the oxygen. And the cell membrane can sense this. I didn't see one journal referencing this incredible article that came out. So your body is trying to do something with it and we just don't get it. You put these oils back in, the inflammation goes away, but boom, it's, wow. it's, it's just incredible. So no modality is going to be maximized if you don't have a structurally sound cell membrane. And that's, that's where I live. Mm-hmm. And also the mitochondria, there's hundreds of mitochondria. That's where your energy comes from in a cell. So you have 100 trillion cells, you have more mitochondria. The inner layer of the mitochondria has something called cardiolipin. Well, what's that made up of? 100% parent omega-6. No fish oils in there. So that's where your energy is. And actually, there was an article that came out where if you take fish oil, it impedes the cardiolipin. And they actually said, I think this was in the Journal of Biological Chemistry, that the parent omega-6 rescues, that's their word, the excess DHA that people took. Wow. So you're shutting down your cardiac enzymes in the mitochondria. That's what they looked at this. So if your heart doesn't have energy, isn't that called congestive heart failure? The heart can't pump and it stops. Well, fish oil is doing it to people. Now, I know there's a drug that just came out that they're saying it helps heart disease, but The minute that came out, the minute they did the study, I said, what's the placebo? The placebo was mineral oil, which is a poison too. So if you're taking a poison, all it meant was that's quote less poisonous than the fish oil was because there's no way on earth fish oil can help your heart. It mm-hmm. doesn't, there's no pathway. So it goes on and on, but the parents are everything. That's why they're called the parents and the rest are called derivatives. That's why I have PGE one, number one, because it's the most important. It's at the top of the chain mm-hmm. and no one's getting this information. That's why I did PEO solution with Dr. Rowan. Now he's a raw foods vegan, raw foods vegan. And I'm a carnivore. I love steaks. So you never get a vegetarian and a carnivore in the same page. <laughs> they hate each other's guts, but we both agreed The place where we're total agreement is the oils. Now he can get most of these because he's raw foods. He doesn't cook anything. So he's eating a lot of plant-based material. He can get these oils. Plus he doesn't have to overcome the adulterated oils like we do. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't need a lot. He doesn't have to take a supplement. But unless you're a raw foods vegan, you don't want to risk it. You know, a buck 50 a day or whatever it costs. Mm -hmm. You're crazy not to. I mean, that's, that, that's a can of soda for crying out loud, to not get cancer, not get heart disease. Now, when I say not get it, if you gave me a million dollars and said, what would you do? The oils, that's, that's number one. Of course, somebody can get heart disease or cancer if they're walking through radiation fields, if they're poisoning themselves, you know, with tons of chemotherapy every, every couple of months, you know, that you can. But for the average person, Biggest shield you can ever get. And it also dissolves viruses in the bloodstream. We have a thing called CV-19 now. Well, these oils, and it was published in 2019 that the SARS virus, the membrane gets dissolved by the parent omega-6. So you have a viral membrane, the parent omega-6 hits it and it starts dissolving it. And if there's a lot of it, the whole darn thing dissolves and it's gone. So the biggest shield you can get against this is these oils. I don't know anybody taking the oils that has even gotten this where it's an issue. I don't even care if you get it. It's like the common cold. As long as you don't have any problems with it, who cares Or the normal flu? You get it. Who cares? We get all kinds of stuff. You have 20 viruses in your bloodstream right now, but nobody's having a problem. You have pneumonia in your mouth. Why isn't there full-blown pneumonia in your lungs? Because via an immune system that's here and the viral load is down here. So the Mm -hmm. whole thing is an immune system. You have to have a lot more of the good stuff than the bad stuff. Human body is is phenomenal. Like I said, I'm an engineer, so I look at a system. The system is what you put in your mouth. What are you eating? You're the system. And what's the output? How sick you are, how fat you are. It's Mm -hmm. real simple. So I started with the body is perfect. There's no genetic problems. There's no issue there. It's like a Ferrari. It doesn't run well. And everybody's checking the timing, the spark plugs, the cylinders, this, that, and the other thing. No, it turns out the jackass put water into the gas tank because he wanted to keep the money for the gasoline. (laughs) We may have a funny story with that. A car would die right away, but we're so well-designed, we don't die right away with the adulterated oils. We get sicker and sicker, but we don't Mm -hmm. die right away.
1: So, Can you give um, our listeners examples of what they can do every single day, some examples of oils that they can have in their diet and have control over as they're cooking for their families and for themselves so that they are getting these oils in every single Number day. one
2: thing, you walk into a supermarket, you're probably gonna have a hard time. The oils have to be organic. That is mm-hmm. the only way you can guarantee they're not adulterated, processed, and they're fully functional. So it has to be organic. Now, olive oil is good, but you can get organic olive oil. You could saute in that. So for salad dressings, that's fine. Sunflower oil, safflower oil, organic, great for salad dressings, too. Um, Nuts, like walnuts, Seventh Day Advents, have very good health. They're going, oh, it's because of the omega-3 in the nuts. Well, when you analyze it, like I did, there's five times more parent omega-6 than parent omega-3 in the nut. All the other nuts, there's no omega-3. There's very little parent omega-3 in any foods. Lettuce has some... Grass has some, but if you even look at a cow that's living on grass, if you let it go naturally, it dumps most of the omega-3. That's why you get a ratio of one to one or two to one, parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. It's not 10 or 20 to one or one to 20 with the omega-3 side like you would think. Even in a cow, the body doesn't want the omega-3. So the omega-6 side is king. So if you go with organic cooking oils to... Deep fry-in organic palm oil, organic coconut oil. Those are wonderful. Organic grapeseed oil, organic peanut oil. Saturated and monosaturated fats are great to fry in. The omega-6 side is sunflower and safflower, but those are high oleic strains now. So they've made all the oils for cooking. You know They've, they've, they've changed how the seed naturally is. It's not genetic modification. It's just the way they breed it. So it's not going to kill you. It's not like GMO food, but it doesn't give you the parent omega-6. Coconut oil, for example, is 7% parent omega-6. The rest of it's saturated fat. And you want a saturated fat because the saturated fat, as you know, can't combine with anything. So if you look at a clogged artery, an occlusion, a thrombosis, there's no saturated fat in a clogged artery. I've talked to cardiac surgeons and asked them this. Not one of them knew the answer. Even the medical students, because I travel a lot, and I'd see medical students on the plane because I'm reading medical stuff, and they'd talk to me and say, I got a question for you. Not one of them got, there's no, this was proven with high-resolution chromatography. It's all the adulterated oils. If your question is, well, what the heck is in there? It's the adulterated oils. It's about 60
0: to 85%. Wow
2: adulterated parent omega-6. So we're doing it to ourselves unknowingly. So the biggest thing is any food that's fat-based like eggs, bacon, butter, cheese, cream, get it organic or you'll have all the steroid residue and all the processing. You don't want that. Any animal has all the residues of hormones in their body fat, just like we do. So you don't want that. So spend the money on organic, anything that's fat-based. Fruits and vegetables are last on the list. I go organic too, but they're expensive. So they're less of a problem, but anything that's fat-based, spend the money on the organic and you can eat all you want. Again, there's no saturated fat in a clogged artery. So any cardiologist telling you in the old days anyway, don't eat bacon, eggs, butter, cheese, you'll die. Wait a minute. In the 1920s, our grandparents ate that, and they were just fine. They lived to 190. What do you think? People forget that. That, you know, they ate a lot of milk and fat back then, and there was no problem. We didn't have the processing. Crisco was patented, hydrogenated oil, in 1911, and it took a while for it to go everywhere. So butter, I just love. You can have ghee, clarified butter for high-temperature frying. But that's the kind of stuff you want. But it better be organic. Spend the money there;
1: a mm-hmm. lot of bang
2: for the buck. You won't get sick.
1: And is there a amount? If you're using just food sources, is there an amount that everybody should be getting in? Um, it,
2: it it's it it's hard with regular food sources. If 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 you go to get enough parent omega six, maybe twenty pecans or, or walnuts rather. Um, we'll have enough of the omega-6. They're not going to have the parent omega-3. So it's hard to do. That's why I tell people a supplement. Now, your body's going to get all of this if we didn't have processing. You wouldn't have to really worry about it. Um, Seafood will have some parent omega-3 in it too. And again, even a steak will have, like I said, it's four to one or you know we're eating the muscle. So it's six and a half to one parent omega six to parent omega three. So the three is in there, but the problem is unless you're getting an all natural cut of meat um, or an organic one, it gets pretty darn pricey. You're going to have a problem. Mm
1: -hmm. So
2: it's hard to do with today's food processing. If we didn't have food processing, I wouldn't be on the interview. You wouldn't need me. I'd be doing something else (laughs) because it's everywhere. And the reason is you can't have cereal or bagels or oatmeal Smelling like fish that's gone bad. So I understand why the food processors do it, but they Mm -hmm. should be telling you you need to get the unadulterated right stuff coming in the other side. Mm
0: -hmm. So
2: in a right oil formulation, you only need three grams a day. You know, compare that with 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 other things. It's 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 you know, half a teaspoon. It's very, very little. That's for a hundred trillion cells. You don't need much. A little goes a long, long way. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I also imagine, too, just because um, many people have inflammation or digestive issues, there's toxicity in our environment and all well, of those the factors, issues, too. Let,
2: let, let me tell you something there. Everybody's talking probiotics, probiotics, and that's fine. But there's something more fundamental. Your whole digestive tract, lining, is epithelial mm-hmm. tissue, epithelial tissue is your skin the inner lining of the artery, it's all parent omega-6. So if mm-hmm. you're not getting that unadulterated, fully functional parent omega-6, your whole lining of your, inte- of, of your digestive system is screwed up. Well, what's that called? Leaky gut. Leaky gut is the same thing as Alzheimer's, beta amyloid. The cell membrane is falling apart. It's that simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it just goes to show just how powerful it is uh, to correct our nutritional intake and just looking back at the 1900s and early 1900s and seeing that 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 was not an issue back then. The inventor
2: of the EKG was told to go home. We don't have heart attacks in America, (laughs) I kid you not. They took him and sent him home. It was only when the vegetable oil diet came in Mm. with the processed oils Yeah. The medical profession, the orthodox MDs, ruined everybody. And there's books written on this, how they butchered it. And that was the high-carbohydrate thing, and that was the cholesterol thing, the seven-country study, um, just misled everybody. And cholesterol in and of itself is meaningless. Remember, that's the transporter of the parent essential oils so you need cholesterol it's ubiquitous textbook of medical physiology it's the most important substance in the human body rip out cholesterol you're dead you'd be a worm you'd have no structure hmm. so they don't know what they're talking about you know yeah. they need to get into a medical library and spend a good chunk of hours on the physiology and that's what I tried to give you in the PEO solution.
0: Yeah. And it's an amazing book. I mean, the, the, the amount of I information studies. studies Oh, so when I say incredible.
2: I, I give you the reference where the yeah. heck it came from and the exact quotes of what it said, because mm-hmm. most people write and they give you their summary, which is typically wrong.
1: Yeah. It
2: can be many times the exact opposite what the journal article said, but they put a spin on it. Nobody checks the reference. I've had physicians <laughs> give it to their PhD students and say, find where this guy's wrong in a reference. It came back. We couldn't find anything. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. nothing. Because wow. before I publish anything, I make darn sure it's right because people's lives are on the line.
1: Mm-hmm. And if they're
2: gonna listen to me, I take it seriously. If I'm wrong, shoot me. Most people won't <laughs> say that. I deserve to be shot. <laughs> they won't say that. They don't spend the kind of time that I do.
0: Yeah. Do you, you have a couple other myths that I think are worth uh, just breaking down. You, paid a, you, you sort of uh, talked a little bit about the, the high carbohydrate diet, but there's a couple others that we wanted you to sort of bust.
1: Yeah, I feel like you debunked a lot of common uh, themes that the media that we'll put out or even us as practitioners got training in. And there's four that you specifically talk about, about which you've already kind of mentioned right now is decreased fat diets are healthier um, calorie restriction alone will help you stay thin. Exercise keeps you healthy alone and saturated fats will kill you. So those are some things that people actually believe. Oh, actually, sure. They were
2: yeah. mainstream. That's but right. There's athletes that get sick all the time. Yeah. So that doesn't work. The saturated fat, I already told you, there's none in a clogged artery. So how is it killing you <laughs> if it's not in there giving the clog? And You know, a high-carbohydrate diet, carbohydrate, one, there's no RDA, which Mm. means there's no minimum daily requirement of carbs because you don't need any. Your Mm -hmm. body will make what it needs for carbohydrate. You can't go to zero. There's no need to go to zero. But what most people don't know with carbohydrates is every ounce of carbohydrate, you need three ounces of water.
0: Mm. So if
2: you want to be bloated 24 hours a day, stay on a high-carb diet. I hear this all the time. Oh, when you go low carb, you're just losing water weight. Sure, for the first three days, then it's gone. Now, mm-hmm. who in their right mind wants to be bloated, looking like garbage all the time from a high carb diet, especially a bodybuilder or anybody? You don't, you don't want any of that. I mean, you're yeah. just going to have, the. You, you know, it's stupid. Yeah. But that's what a carbohydrate does. I've never seen anybody talk about that. Every ounce mm-hmm. of carbohydrate, this comes right out of basic medical biochemistry, um, three ounces of water. Textbook of Medical Physiology. So I live in the textbooks that you've probably seen and, you know, saw in med school, the same thing. But when you were going through it, you went through it to pass a test. Mm-hmm. When I go through it, I'm looking as a system. Mm-hmm. So it's completely different. Plus, to get through the textbook of medical physiology, I spent a year. You spend two months, maybe. Mm-hmm. You're probably in the I mean, of it's the 1,200-page yeah. book. It's a 1,200-page book. It's huge. So you're tearing mm-hmm. through the damn thing and, again, yeah. to pass the test. Yeah. And I'm looking at it from a systems guy going, oh, you know, today I have experts in salt, but they don't look at how the salt influences this. That's another thing. For example, salt should not be restricted at all. You need the right salt, not sodium chloride from the chemical industry that you get in the standard supermarket. But if you get sea salt, for example, it also helps with uh, insulin transport. It's a cofactor. And mm-hmm. most diabetics don't know that. They're told to avoid salt, too. That has no problem with, with increasing blood pressure. I talked to Dr. Laroe before he passed away, uh, head of the Cornell study on hypertension. He was Time Magazine's man of the year even. And, and I said, can I give a quote in one of my books? And he goes, I don't give quotes to people because they, they don't do it. I said, I'll, I'll typeset it and show you exactly what I'm going to print because he said salt Does not cause high blood pressure, maybe one in 5,000 people. He goes, Mm -hmm. it's not the cause of anything. So, once again, the typical medical profession tells you the wrong thing and everybody repeats it. I call it parody. Mm -hmm. And it's just tragic, but it doesn't do it. You have something called antidiuretic hormone within three days. I can give you 10 times the amount of salt you normally eat within three days, it's normalized. So they don't tell you that part. So it's a half truth. Is it mm. a lot, but salt is, is heavily required for all your nervous system. It's a sodium mm. potassium change. So it's, it, you know, we keep getting misled and people jump on it and there's no reversals. You don't hear the reversals because nobody wants to admit they're wrong. Mm. It's like fish oil. I come across a lot of physicians, show them the science and they won't change. Because they don't want to tell their patients they've been wrong. So it takes guts. And I applaud you. If you used to you know, recommend mm-hmm. fish oil to change it, there's mm-hmm. something better. It's
1: mm-hmm. not necessarily
2: yeah. wrong. You got misled like everybody else. But once you see the right science, you have an obligation to use it, not to That's go, right. I don't care about it.
1: Mm-hmm. And too
2: many don't care. So I'm mm-hmm. real big in functional medicine. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and this is why this interview was so important, so we can get the right information out there and also admit where we were wrong and we're Mm -hmm. humble about that because we're still learning. We're always learning.
2: By the way, on fish oil, Cochrane Reviews did a scathing analysis. They're the world's best journal article reviewer. And they said fish oil is completely worthless. This was within the past two years. Wow. And yeah, you still get people, fish oil, fish oil, fish oil. And they said, fails on everything. It fails for cognitive development in the brain. It fails for macular degeneration to get better eye vision. It fails every place they actually do a good study. There's been thousands of fish oil studies. They found 22 that were worth reviewing because they were double-blind placebo in a real good study. 22 out of supposedly 15,000. Jeez. And then it failed.
0: Yeah. And no one's talking about those things. I mean, they don't talk you, about
2: the failures, no. No,
0: you brought up before, I mean, especially, I mean, the crazy time we're living in right now where the, we're getting pummeled with new information constantly. I mean, part of this discussion and you sharing what you did, just diving so deep into essential fatty acids, is that yeah. we, we can't just believe everything we're being told through mainstream media or the next, you know,
2: no, global I mail everybody article. Everybody <laughs> I, no, I tell everybody jokingly, I said, if everybody knows it, take it to the bank, it's wrong. about your health. It's all wrong. I mean, look what they did with the whole COVID thing. The Mm -hmm. medical profession, the orthodox MDs, were wrong in every damn thing they did. Mm -hmm. From saying it's a respiratory disease where it's hypoxia, which means lack of cellular oxygen. What do these oils do? Oxygenate. Mm -hmm. Everything they've told you to do is dead wrong from misdiagnosing the darn thing in the beginning. It's not respiratory like a regular flu. If you have a respiratory impairment, of course, because you're hypoxic and not getting the oxygen, it's going to manifest itself more. But if you have no lung problem to begin with, you're not going to see it there. But they, they miss everything, and they're very slow to reverse, if they ever do. And they just stay on the same thing, like masks that you know, just really don't work. If you look at the size of a viral particle to a mask, it looks like it's an open window. You might as well have, uh, you know, a, a huge window open because the virus doesn't even see it. The weave isn't tight enough. Mm-hmm. So everything they tell you to do, it doesn't make sense and doesn't hold up the science. But people, people keep repeating it and actually harm themselves. It's, yeah. just, it, it, it's really tragic.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so is there is there a... Money correct (laughs) yeah no it's important discussion and and we hope that who's ever listening in on this that just you know looks for themselves it's important to do your own research and investigate read and again i'd encourage you want hard
2: science you can't go with opinion pieces because when you read something all you get is one guy's opinion versus another and that doesn't count you know opinions are fine for politics for art but when it comes to your health there's biochemistry and physiology and something called a metabolic pathway that's mm-hmm. all you need to ask. And if they can't give you those answers, run.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you have a recommendation? I mean, we use a, a product called Pureform in our, in our clinic for a lot of our I patients. I can't recommend
2: any specific product because I talk yeah. about disease prevention. Yeah. But what I can tell you is any product to be right needs more parent omega-6 than parent omega-3. It should have GLA in it. So you don't have a potential problem with the Delta-6 desaturase. It mm-hmm. can't have any fish oil in there at all. It should have a nitrogen bubble on top so it's not oxidizing with oxygen going through it. If it's not liquid, a hard gel cap is the closest thing to glass you'll get. I'm not big on these soft gel caps like fish oil is. They don't care because it's pretty much rancid anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, You want pianissanine to be very low. Fish oil, for example, has a pianissanine, which is a secondary aldehyde level. Aldehydes are horrible. They're very far reaching in the body. They destroy DNA. The pianissanine level of the most pristine, best fish oil you'll ever find is 19, 20 is toxic. Wow. So it's right on the edge. It's not food for a human being. So those are some of the criteria. Of course, they have to be organic, cold pressed. And as long as it's that, you, you got a winner. There's very few formulations that do it right because they pander to what mainstream people think. Yeah. And my charter is, I don't give a damn what you think. I formulate and tell people, you know, nutritional companies, what to do based on science. It's like mineral formulation. You know, when I was going through that, I, Took a top mineral company, Albion Labs, and said, what would you do yourself? And we started from there. And I said, good, there's no calcium. He goes, yeah, but for, for people, you need calcium in it because they want it. I said, I don't care what they want. It's not needed. And by the way, if anybody's taking calcium tablets, that's the last stage of heart disease. It's called calcification of the plaque. It's precipitating out and coating your artery last thing anybody needs is calcium. It's ubiquitous. You get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. If people had lack of calcium, they have something called tetany, their hand would be shaking like this. When's the last person you saw with tetany? No, <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore.
0: Can, can so, you speak like,
2: to? Yeah. I mean, everything we're told osteoporosis has nothing to do with lack of calcium.
0: Yeah. Can Everything you,
2: can... we're told is wrong.
0: Can you speak to iron a little bit? Because that's another mineral that's, massively depleted i mean is there a role with the essential fatty acids and some of these other minerals
2: well with iron all the minerals are co you know they're coenzymes, so they work with vitamins to make reactions go way faster mm. so to get the iron i told people to eat animal-based protein now if you don't want to eat steak or chicken even fish will have some of it but uh Steak, chicken, liver, I mean, any of the meat base. You can eat cottage cheese, it'll be in there too. As long as it's animal based, you'll get it. Vegetarian don't, no. that's that's you know a problem. But once again, it's hard to get minerals because they're not in the soil anymore.
1: Exactly. So
2: they can grow plants just great without the minerals being in there. Now they look good, but the way humans get minerals is from animals. Animals eat the plants, we eat the animal, we get it. If we eat a plant, we can't get most of what's in it because of the fiber. Human beings cannot digest fiber. A cow can, but it has four stomachs. We can't do it. So you can eat all the spinach you want, for example. We get very little out of it. We can't digest it. They don't tell you this. So mm-hmm. what's ever in there isn't useful. But I tell people, make sure you eat animal-based protein. You shouldn't have a problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I mean, so, right. We're all what
0: what about your your buddy Dr. Rowan? I mean, he's a vegan, plant based guy. He'll take, does... he'll
2: take he'll take B twelve.
0: Okay, and then what about the minerals?
2: He knows it. Uh, he probably supplements supplements with minerals too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what we find sometimes. Yeah, he's very
2: good. He knows what to do, but yeah. it's not for novices because we're not really made. We're an omnivore. Yeah, our digestive system. And I went through it in twenty four hour diet, and may may have done it in PO solution too. Uh, it's more like a wolf than it is a cow. We have one stomach. And when you look at the whole darn thing, we're an omnivore. So we can eat it like a dog. Dog can eat anything. However, a cat is an obligate carnivore. You start giving a cat carbs, you'll turn it diabetic. Ask the vets now. There's a, a, an epidemic of diabetic cats because idiots are trying to turn them into vegetarians, killing them. So, you have to look at the physiology. It is an obligate carnivore, which means 100% meat. So, here the cat needs no carbs. Here the cat's eating a pile of fat. Why isn't it dropping dead of a heart attack and high cholesterol? You don't hear about that, do you? <laughs> of course not. Yeah, it's, so not, it's a non issue.
0: Well, I, I love that you keep bringing it back to just the physiology, the science. I mean, people need to spend more time there and, and not get so watered down with it's all never talk about. Like I said, with fish oil, how on earth can it make your skin softer? I'll I'll, I'll
2: stay with that one because it's impossible. (laughs) The whole thing with fish oil, why it's so good? Because it competes with the omega-6. Remember I said rescues the cardiolipin and the cardiac mitochondria? So they got this idea that arachidonic acid, which is a long chain metabolite, the omega-6 series. Remember I told you prostacyclin, which is PGI2, makes it where your blood platelets can't stick together or can't stick to the artery? Well, that comes from arachidonic acid. Arachidonic acid, I know it's got a tough name with acid, but it's not acid like hydrochloric where you burn yourself. It's the chemical structure where you call it an acid compared with a base. And it displaces, the omega-6. So they think the omega-6 is so bad, as long as it displaces it, it's wonderful. But in the cardiolipin in the mitochondria, it kills you and has your energy zap by up to 50%. So that's congestive heart failure. There is no pathway that it does anything. I've never found one journal article anywhere with how strong, for example, DHA is in anything. It's just not true. It's not looked at. And it's become a religion. Just take it. You know, you repeat it 100 times. People believe it. And it's dead wrong. It doesn't matter. People won't reverse it. And they keep doing it. It's it's really tragic. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of writing because I don't have time to talk to individuals that much. I typically spend time like with you physicians because you have patients. So it's, it's, it magnifies my efforts. And if you can read a book of a PEO solution, or if I can talk to you, mm-hmm. the word gets out and you can put it in a clinical practice, but an individual, there's just not enough time to talk to them all. And then they don't believe it anyway. I don't have the training to intelligently talk because they have no background in biochemistry or physiology. And this is much too complicated for me to start from zero. It's like, I want to learn calculus. If a 10-year-old says it, well, do you know analytic geometry? Do you know algebra? No. Then I can't teach you calculus. Without that basis, we have no language to talk about this stuff. It's Mm -hmm. the same thing with this. It's not for amateurs. It's not a pastime. It's complicated biochemistry and physiology. And it's all I do. And Mm -hmm. I've spent 20 years doing it. There is nothing else. Mm -hmm. The only reason I get into other things is because this is so central. It's like I'm at the center of the circle. So anywhere you go out, you're right because you're on the circle. I can't go from the circle back to the center. That's Mm -hmm. why you get these cockamamie things like fish oil is great. Well, how come it doesn't do this, this, or this and makes this worse? So you can never go back, but I can go anywhere by being right at the center. And so can you.
1: Yeah, and we really appreciate that. And we hope that everyone listening will share this out with their families and friends um, because it's really important. I they check information. out my website.
2: They can see papers on this. They don't have to spend any money. And I, yeah. I tell people, read what I write before you think you may need a supplement. I want you to be convinced you need it. You do need mm-hmm. it, but I don't want you just believing me. I want you knowing this stuff. So I do a lot of writing on my website, which is just my name, brianpeskin.com.
1: Yeah. They can
2: look at it. I've got a very nice lecture there. If they don't want to read, they can just hear me talk and see a PowerPoint that I gave to a Lyme disease convention in Boston in 2019. So it's, it's maybe 45 minutes or so. And it's very good. And there's also questions and answers. And there was even a guy, Dr. MD, yakking about fish oil. And he didn't want to listen. I mean, I destroyed everything he said, but he didn't want to hear any of it. Yeah. And that's what you get right here. Two and two is 12. No, it isn't. It's four. Don't design a building because you're going to be in big problems with things crashing and caving in. <laughs>
1: well, there you go. So that's the, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So brianpeskin.com, for those of you who are wanting to listen, PEO Solution. Is there is there one of your books that may be a little bit more easy for, say, Patients or or people that that are new to this to to try?
2: If weight and diabetes is your number one issue, 24-hour diet. Perfect. That's the book because it was written by physicians physician said, you know, Brian, can you write a book for my patients based on science telling them what the heck to eat and why? So Mm -hmm. 24-hour diet is the Bible of what a fat, protein, and a carb does and how to make it easy. Why it's called 24, you can decide every day, do I want to lose weight, gain weight, or zero? Mm -hmm. Why the hell would I want to gain weight? Well, if I'm on the road, like I do lecturing a lot, one of the things you get to do is just eat. So I'll eat some carbs, but the next day or two, you can go to next to no carbs and lose all that water weight you put on because it comes on quick and you go, I only ate you know, half a pound of carbs. How the heck can I put on a pound and a half of extra weight to water?
0: A gallon of water,
2: by the way, is 8.8 pounds. So huh. a quarter water is, is, is two pounds. It adds up yeah. and you know, to get a cup of water is pretty easy because <laughs> every ounce multiply it by three. That's what yeah. you do yourself. Mm-hmm. So it lets you on a day by day basis decide what I'm going to do. And, okay. and it, and it's a choice. I don't care what you do. I just want you knowing how what you do impacts yourself
1: mm-hmm. yeah. thank you so much
0: yeah thanks brian that was an amazing amazing uh talk today and so much information for the listeners. yeah so. it's kind
2: of an overload i know
0: no it's, <laughs> it's amazing great. i love it <laughs> because i've read the book 20 years in an hour so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it was so good
0: okay thanks again we hope you enjoyed this episode of the health ignited podcast
1: be sure to download subscribe and share as we build this conscious community together
0: You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and our website, DrsJensen.com.
1: Please note all information on this podcast is not and should not be taken as medical advice.
0: Please see a healthcare professional to receive the care needed.
1: Thank you for sharing this time with us, igniting your health freedom.
0: And welcome to the tribe.